Blog Talk Radio. Live from the Talk Radio 49 studios in Little Rock, Arkansas, it's Bad Brad Hicks, Money Mike Carnahan, and of course, the pretty boy, Sean Castleberry. It's your weekly look at humorous top headlines and current events. It's the American Idiot Show. Corey took his own life, 
But a lot of these yeah. individuals are passing away far, far too early. You know, I think that's just a, a problem with young Hollywood in general. I mean, you see it a lot. We talk about the 27 Club in the world of entertainment. You know, it's not uncommon to talk about stars that died too soon. Like uh, Christina Grimmie, she was, what, like 19, 20? When her concert got shot up in Florida? I believe. I don't remember. She was really American Idol, I believe it was. She was on The Voice, I think, actually. Was it The Voice? Okay. Okay. Yeah, and she was, like, really popular on YouTube. I remember I would watch her videos on YouTube because, like, she was just this really astounding musician. She was so young, um, and her voice was just so, like, soulful. And she was younger than me even, but we weren't too far apart in age at the time. But, um, like, she's just super amazing to me. Right, right. And I absolutely agree. I mean, she was she was another an amazing. I remember after, you know, unfortunately, I only discovered her after her untimely passing. And, you know, she did. She had an, uh, an amazing voice that, uh, that riveted things. Mm-hmm. But you uh, hit on it earlier. Uh, it appears July 13th uh, today, the bo- uh, body had been discovered floating in Lake Peru, I believe is how it's pronounced, P-I-R-U. And, uh, of course, uh, later on, the uh, authorities uh, did did uh, confirm that that was the body of uh, Miss Rivera. Uh, Sean, oh, my gosh. It is crazy to me, you know, 32 years old, and your life's over. I mean, and not to mention, there's been a string of these people passed away here Again, some of that background noise may be affecting that. But uh, you 
you we hit on it earlier, the 27 Club. I guess, really, you can't say it in this circumstance, but, I mean, you live a lifestyle mm. that is quick and fast, and unfortunately, it leads to a lot of untimely deaths. I mean, in this case, a uh, accidental drowning at 33. I mean, this is just a situation where it just, it, it seems... It, it it's definitely sad, and like Sean hit on earlier, the the poor individual, uh, the poor individual's child, uh, her child is probably scarred for life, knowing what happened and uh, how everything went down. You know who else uh, passed away yesterday was uh, John Travolta's wife, Kelly Preston. I did see that. You didn't know that, Tommy? I did not. No. I'm not happy about it. I'm just shocked. You know what I want to say? Shocked if I like it. It was Oh, yes. She had breast cancer. She'd been fighting breast cancer for two years. The last thing she did was actually work with her husband, John uh, Travolta, in uh, an HBO movie that they did a couple years ago, 2018, and she was diagnosed uh, later that year and, you know, died in Houston, Texas. Now, she was actually born in Honolulu, Hawaii, and she got her start uh, back in 1980 on an episode of the original Hawaii Five-O. And, of course, she was in Jerry Maguire and, you know, uh, a whole slew of films. And just a very beautiful, very nice lady. And, you know, it, it's definitely a loss to Hollywood because she, she, she was one of the good ones. Absolutely it was. I mean, that's, that's kind of just mind-blowing right there. And, you know, she, she's in it. You know, quite the... Uh, Quite the accomplished starlet himself. He started back in the street. I mean, close to rivaling her uh, her husband in You broke up there, Mike. I can't hear you. I apologize. I said. You know, the thing is with uh, Miss Preston, she started back in 83 and came all the way into 2020. She's got a posthumous release, posthumous release coming out in 2020 titled Off the Rails, where she played Cassie. But, I mean, she may have started, but she definitely has a lot of screen time to her credit. You there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, you just keep getting real quiet. <laughs> I apologize. I was saying that she had a lot of uh, screen time to regret. Right, right. 65. Yeah. Yes, it should. It, it's an absolute, uh, an absolute tragedy, you know. And since COVID. Since COVID began, the amount of the amount of uh, stars that have been taken from us, uh, 
you know, luckily Tom Hanks was able to recover, but you look at, we're going to talk about the COVID numbers, and this second, quote-unquote, second surge, quote-unquote, here upcoming in the uh, in the show, but, I mean, this is just, 2020 can go fall off the cliff as far as I'm concerned. It's getting to that point. <laughs> right. Uh, 2020 has been a rough year, man. It's a, it's definitely a, you know it's an election year. We got everything going on as far as politics. We've got COVID. I mean, who knew in January how fucked up everything would be? It's crazy. I cannot, still cannot believe how fucked up everything is in the world right now. I guess in America, not really the world. You Some of the 45 feel some of that support away. 
I disagree. I disagree because, and his name's uh, Colin, um, but Colin Powell was the token guy of the Bush administration, you know, uh, and that's that's all he was going to be for them. If he were to switch sides and become a Democratic nominee for the vice president, then Trump's going to win because a lot of people aren't going to vote for him because of what he did during, you know, during the wars and how he pushed Ooh, the wars and how he, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that he was personally responsible for during that time that it negates him 100%. And same thing with Condoleezza Rice. And I have to say it this way because it makes me laugh. Condoleezza Rice, um, uh, she, she, she did the same thing. You know, she, she totally put backing behind this, you know, everything for the wars. And, you know, we're going on 20 years on these wars now and has cost the country trillions of dollars, millions of lives all over the world. This is not a winning ticket. So I, I don't mean, like either no, name on the ballot. Yeah, I think they're, they're neither are a good choice for a lot of the same reasons Sean really? said. So. so, so hold on, let me explain Colin real quick. Colin has been known to. Well, no, uh, let me explain. I don't okay. think Joe Biden is left enough to have a Republican running mate. That would be Ooh. really underwhelming for the Democratic Party at this point. Joe Biden helped write the tough on crime bills like he is part of the problem that we are protesting today with police brutality. So he's not left enough to have a Republican running mate and then win the Democrat uh, presidency, in my opinion. So my question is, as a Republican myself, who just absolutely hates Trump and there's no fucking way I'm voting for him, but with that being said, as a Republican myself, I feel like I could swallow voting for Joe Biden a lot easier with somebody like Condoleezza or Colin on the ticket. And that's what I was thinking See, along those lines. I get your sympathies. For me, my dream candidate, just over over Biden even, would have been Tulsi Gabbard. I was all for her. Um, I think... I think she could be a reasonable running mate because she is pretty she's pretty liberal but she's as a best she does have some conserv some more conservative standings. Um but overall she's agreeable for the Democratic Party and palatable for Republicans who are very conservative. Ooh. Right. That's a good she, point. She, would, she would be a choice. She would be an excellent choice because, number one, she's a veteran. She does have some, you know, more moderate views. Everything that uh, Mm -hmm. Tali just said is is exactly right. So what about this one? I I was racking my brain thinking about people today. What about the Atlanta mayor? I was thinking about her today. She's got a high profile. She's had an excellent response to COVID. She's been dealing with the Black Lives Matter situation personally in her city quite well, in my opinion, my dad. I think that that wouldn't be a bad decision. Uh, you know, I don't think that'd be a bad decision either. Um, but we can only dream of an Obama, Obama on that ticket or someone like Gabbard on that ticket. I, I think it's going to have to be... I think it's going to have to be someone, though. What's wrong with Uzi, uh, and I hate to say it, is she doesn't have a big enough following. 
Um, but if they if he got a big name like Michelle Obama, that would be an amazing ticket. That would be huge. Sean, what do you think about the Atlanta mayor? And then, of course, yeah, Michelle Obama. I, I completely agree with that one. Um, the Atlanta mayor probably wouldn't be as well, uh, you know, responded to um, as, say, uh, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris is probably the strongest female, you know, woman for, for, for the candidate on the Democratic Party besides maybe uh, – I would go with Kamala Harris. You know, I, I, think, I think that's what we need um, as far as the front runners go. She seems to be the strongest of all the candidates. Um, definitely not Elizabeth Warren because, you know, mm. she turned on Bernie, and I, I just – I'm not going to forgive her for that. Yeah, she's tainted in that case. Elizabeth Warren's tainted. But I look at Kamala, and I'm not a big Kamala person. I vote for it, but I'm not a big Kamala person. And me and you, obviously, you're going to be fine with this, but you, Sean, will be fine with this. But I I look at Kamala, and I see AOC. So I'm like, "Mm, I don't know, because I'm not a big AOC person. Tolly, how do you feel about Kamala? Uh, I'm just not the biggest uh, Harris fan, to be honest, and so I just don't really care for that ticket, but it would be enough to save it, and I'd vote it, (laughs) definitely. Uh, I mean, what about Kamala would, do you think, yet again, just like we talked about earlier, it's just, it's not left enough? Because Joe seems pretty left. The way I look at it, Joe has the left part covered. That's why Obama chose him in 2008. He was left. So he could appeal to those eccentric left parts of the Democratic Party. And then, you know, obviously. No, 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 no. Interest. No. Okay. Hold, on, hold on a minute. There, there is nothing left about Joe Biden. Nothing. He, he, he. They they partnered him with Obama because he was a moderate, because Obama, oh, you know, I was perceived to be a leftist. Yeah, okay. President Obama was perceived to be a leftist, which he wasn't. Um, but Joe Biden is nowhere near a leftist at all. Nowhere. He he is a moderate to the core. Okay, okay. See, and that helps me swallow Joe a little bit better. Um, so, so in your case, so I'm, I've got to throw it out there just because Bernie, I know there's not a chance in hell he'd think about it, but Bernie, do you think they throw him a bone? No. no. And I don't think a you're, ticket you're, with, with two white men would be good at this point either. Two old white men. True. Just to be honest. True. Yeah, she's, abs- she's but absolutely back to right. Harris, I think her past, her tough on crime past in California is also why I have a hard time swallowing her as a running mate. Like, yeah, I'd begrudgingly vote it, but in my opinion, she's just like another part of that same problem. Um, I think if we were going to go back to Carnahan's uh, running with another party mate idea, maybe a libertarian might be the the better move. <laughs> Ooh, Rand Paul? No, Rand. See, 
see, but that, and that's the thing, though. I believe both of you, both of you are right. I do believe it has to be a person of color. So I'm going to throw out another person. It's not a woman, but uh, Chris Book, Cory Booker, Cory Booker from uh, New Jersey. Hold on. The senator from so you, New Jersey. Hold on a second. You can't you can't say any men at all because Biden already promised that he would oh, pick yeah, a woman right. as his running mate. Right. If he goes back on that promise, then he loses the election. True. That's true. true. I didn't even consider that factor of it all. Oh, yeah. That's so a good he's already he he's already committed. You know, all these people that are like, oh, he should pick a uh, Bernie now. You know, because everything's kosher. Uh, he can't. If he goes back on his word, it's just like George Bush. You know, read my lips. No new taxes. True. Very good point. Very good point. And, you know, that's the thing, too. You look at it, uh, obviously, uh, that that uh, hurts the numbers in, by chance. But, I mean, with all this quiet time, if I'm Joe, honestly, the best case scenario is Michelle. So, do you believe whether they do it on the record or not, do you believe that Joe's uh, people have visited with Michelle? Yeah, she already said no. I'm sure. Oh, did she? Damn. Yes. She's been approached by several people over the last couple of years, and they've asked her if she would run, you know, as a vice presidential pick, and she said absolutely not. And, and you know, why would she want to go through all that shit again? You know, being called a monkey and all the stuff that they did to her. I mean, it's, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, fucking uh, hanging pinatas from trees like they're lynching, like, the president and shit. Yeah, you know, and talking shit about their daughters. And, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter who the president is. You, you don't attack their family. You don't attack the first lady. You don't attack their kids. You know, I'm, I'm not a fan of Milana at all, but I'm not going to say a bunch of bad crap about her. Yeah, you know, to be honest, I get quite irritated when people try to shame Melania Trump uh, for her past where she did a nude photo shoot. She was a model, and she did what a model does. She did a job. I'm not a fan of shaming sex workers at all either or anything like that. So I just don't see the point in shaming her for her past, especially since most of the people looking at her naked body are enjoying it. Okay, so I like I don't that. agree with shaming sex workers, but I don't agree with the sex work industry <laughs> at all because that's created for men I agree uh, for men's entertainment. Yeah, you know yeah. that's something that you know I, I have to side with the uh, extreme conservatives on that. We need to do away with porn and, and the sex industry altogether because it's just detrimental to women. It's terrible. I mean, yeah, that's certainly something that I would agree with, and. By the way, guys, if you've got any ideas, three four seven nine eight nine one one seven one, feel free to chime in or in the comments section. You guys can feel free to uh, yes. hop in. Once yes. you say hi to Aaron. Aaron said hey on Facebook. Go ahead, Sean. Please, please chime in on your cellular devices. <laughs> You're never going to let me live that one down, are you, Sean? No, I'm not. No, no, never. <laughs> uh, that that was just, that was classic. I love that. Sean is on a cell phone, his cellular device. Yes, you are on a cellular device. You know what? Right there for you, Sean. Right there. Right there. Live in HD, by the way, because this camera is 1080p, so you know what? Hey, looky who it is. It's Mr. Hey. Sean Castleberry. Hey, Sean, right. I already muted you. You don't have to worry about it. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for muting me. 
No problem, buddy. I got your back. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we're now that you're here, uh, let's go ahead and uh, actually, we have a comment here. Uh, Dina, I believe, says I absolutely agree with that. Plus, it destroys more relationships than it benefits. I'm assuming she's talking Wait, about I'm the talking uh, about the porn. Yeah. Yeah, talking about the porn. That's a very yeah. good point. Uh, that's a very yeah, good I mean, point. We could do it. Ent- I do we agree do that I think show. porn. Yeah, we should. That'd be fun. Can I guest host again? Yes. <laughs> but I, I do think that porn, the ex- the um, exposure we have to pornography today, especially for young men, I do think it's really detrimental to young girls and the way we grow up. I know it was starting to bleed into. Uh, my high school experience towards my senior year, I didn't really, so I really noticed that shift when porn became more accessible. And it really changes the way boys view how to approach a relationship with a girl. They get this, this distorted idea of what sex is. And um, so I do agree on some parts there. I'd be a liar to, to say I didn't. Um, but I do well, have friends who are strippers and, I support them as sex workers. Right. Mommy. You know, uh, I mean, my mother was a stripper. So, you know, I, I have a fondness really? in my heart for strippers. Oh, yeah. Um, so I didn't know that. But, it, but, well, yeah, I was born in a strip club. Anyway. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Of course you uh, were. I was born that in a hospital. That explains a lot, John. Yeah, yeah, it does. No, but you, you have to look at the sex, you know, industry, who it's created for, who it's advertised to, you know, women are objectified, women are tortured, um, women are just demeaned, dehumanized, and it's, as people get into it, it just gradually gets worse and worse and worse, and they say it affects you psychologically, it affects you physically, and in everything, you know, it's it's just self-destructive if you get, you know, caught up into all of that, it's bad for the relationship, it's bad for everything. You know, it's it's just something that should be knocked out. You know, prostitution, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you should just legalize it. Why? You know, why should you? Just just do away with it, you know? If, if a guy has to pay a woman to have sex, he doesn't deserve it, you know? Go to the gym, go work out, do whatever you need to do to make yourself attractive to a woman, you know? They're 50% of the population. There's somebody out there for you, you know? You don't, you don't have to be a deranged pervert. You know, it, it's just, uh, and, and like, like, like you said, Tally, uh, uh, Tally, um, the access to pornography that young people have, you know, you, you're talking about high school, you know, uh, when, mm-hmm. I, when I went to high school, you were lucky if you, you know, one of your friends had a playboy or something like that, you know, we, we, we didn't have, ac- we didn't have access to pornography like this. Now kids as young as you know, six, seven years old that their parents give cell phones, which I don't agree with, they're looking at porn. They're sending pictures of their genitalia to each other. They're becoming, um, uh, uh, what's the word? They're, they're actually being uh, arrested and charged with crimes, you know, and, and that doesn't go away. You know, once you're a sexual offender and you're in the system, even the president can't pardon that, you know? So these really? children, yes, Absolutely. Yes, uh, the laws that were passed to protect children from sexual predators mm-hmm. are lifelong. It doesn't go away. Okay. Good. Now uh, we could we could no, that's not good. Don't say that because there have been plenty of people that have made mistakes. Okay, 
that have done things in the wrong area and have been charged as a sexual offender when they weren't at all. Okay. I know what you're Case talking. in point. Yeah. Case in point. There was a man in Texas who in the middle of the night was walking home from a bar. He decided, Hey, I'm going to pee on this fence. What well, happened to be a public school? It's two in the morning, but the cops arrest him. He's charged with being a sexual offender. And that's on his record for the rest of his life. It can never go away. He can't be around a school. He can't pick up his children. He can't go to watch his children, you know, do, you know, school functions because he's a sexual offender. And this is, you know, Texas, just the state alone of Texas, 250 people are arrested for sexual, you know, being a sexual offender every day. Good yes. Lord. Yes, because once they get you in the system, right, because the system is all about what? Money. That's Money. what it's all about. Money. And once they get you in that system, especially being a sex offender, they, you'll never get out. You're always going to have to pay. And it's bullshit. You know, I mean, what, whatever happened to do, do the time and then that's it. You know, you have restitution. Right now. And I'm not talking about pedophiles. These laws were written for pedophiles, but it affects normal people right. that, that have made stupid mistakes. You know, it, it affects children that send pictures to each other. You know, they consider it pornography. Well, now now they're a sex offender. You know, this is a six, seven year old kid for the rest of his life. He's already in the system. It's bullshit. No, they so need to be ratified so that they make sense. Should we look at these things and make exceptions in certain circumstances? But, Obviously, non-pedophilia circumstances, but certain right, circumstances but, but, like hey, this dude whips his dick out and fucking pissed on a school with no children present. Right. Exactly. Right. But when these laws were written, they were written to such an extreme measure that it didn't it didn't provide exclusions. There are none. So people are just fucked. Uh, Dina says, I also want to add that so many in the sex industry, if they do happen to make their 15 minutes of fame and lots of money, go see where they are in 10 to 20 years. And usually they're, they're in 20, 10 to 20 years, and they're usually at rock bottom. Hard to argue right. with that. Uh, I can't mm-hmm. think no, of no, any... Um, there, there are a few documentaries on Netflix and Hulu, um, uh, Amazon Prime, just about the sex industry, about the porn industry. Uh, a, a few of them are, are actually titled After Porn, and I suggest yeah. everybody watch these. Everyone should watch them because it shows how they use these women, how they use them up, and when they're done with them, they just throw them away. You know, to be a star in the sex industry, you have to be young, and then once you're not young anymore – you know, and I'm talking 23, 24, they throw you away, you know, uh, and, and here's something people don't know, too. Guys that are in the porn industry, once they get to a certain point, guess what they have to do? They have to turn around and do gay porn if they want to make money. John Holmes, how did he get AIDS? Because he was doing gay porn. You know, well, that they throw men away. Yeah, they throw men away, too. It's just a disposable, you know, industry. It, it's no good for anybody. It's really bad. Absolutely, absolutely would agree there. Well, Sean, we're going to go ahead and talk about your issue here. Uh, Sports Illustrated oh, is going to my issue. their first – yeah, the, well, the one you brought to the table. Sports Illustrated right. is going to issue – or is going to feature the first openly trans individual in swimsuit issue history. Uh, I believe the person's name is Valentina Sampaio. Uh, she's from Brazil. 
Uh, and she's going to be, I guess, uh, featured on. in this year's swimsuit edition. Real quick, let, let's let's use the right pronoun. He is from Brazil. He. Well, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, and I'll bring up the uh, picture here on the uh, on the live stream. To be fair, as I show my screen here, da 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 da. To be fair, Valentina here doesn't look very manly. But you are right in this case, I guess. They would be still a he. And well, mm. Michael, Mike, you, Mike, you don't look very manly. I mean, come on. That's not fair. Right. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, no. Okay, okay, so first, first off, I get a lot of flack. Right? First off, I get a lot of flack. Because a lot of people are like, oh, well, trans women are real women, and you're disrespecting them. You're transphobic and all this, you know, bullshit. I'm not, okay? Um, trans people deserve all the rights everybody else does, okay? They deserve safe spaces. They deserve to be treated with decency and love and respect. I believe that with all my heart. But trans women cannot replace women, okay? Trans men cannot replace men. Now, we have a category called trans. That's what they should be called. You're a trans woman. You're a trans man. That should be good enough, but it's not. They want more. Trans men want to be women. It's a dysphoria, and you have to accept them as women. And now laws are being changed and things are happening that if you don't, you're demonized. You know, people like me are demonized. People lose their jobs. People, you know, get docs. You know, it's terrible, you know, what happens to people just because I believe in biological sex. Look at J.K. Rowling, for example, wrote the Harry Potter books. She is being threatened to be raped, to be murdered, to be beaten to death on the streets because she believes that biological sex is actual sex and that women have a right to exclusivity, you know, their own safe spaces, you know. Uh, and in Europe and in Canada, they've been dealing with this a lot longer than we have, okay? So a lot of the truth about this has actually started to come out over there where there are sexual predators that are going into bathrooms and assaulting women and, and going into gyms and, and just doing all sorts of really horrible stuff to women. And that just shouldn't happen. And I'm not saying that all, all trans people are that way because they're not, okay? But, you know, if a grown man wants to mutilate his own body and, and, and you know, appear to be a woman, that, that's his prerogative. Do that. Just don't intentionally harm anybody to do that. If that's what makes you happy, hey, thumbs up, man. Uh, but you, can't, you cannot erase womanhood, okay? Women have been held down and oppressed for tens of thousands of years in this world. And this is just another form of misogyny and the patriarchy where men are now claiming womanhood and trying to take it away from women. And that's where I draw the line. I won't let that happen as long as I'm alive because I have a daughter and I have a wife and sisters and I'm going to stand up for them, you know, and all the feminists that are out there because that's what, that's what we should be doing. You know, uh, it, it's funny that, you know, women, we, we, the Equal Rights Amendment still hasn't even passed in this country since 1973, you know. They just got enough signatures to actually push this through, and they're trying to erase it and say, no, you have to start all over because it's been 40 years. Well, that's not women's fault, you know, but it just shows the oppression that women go through. So this whole trans activist movement attacking women, I just I, – I'm not going to get on board with that. You know, if you want your own group, cool, do that, man. Do the LGBT thing all day long. But, you know – 
the trans activists have actually been attacking lesbians and gays because of their sexual orientation. So trans women are mad, okay, at they call cis women because they won't be lesbians with them. But guess what? Hmm. Lesbians don't like dick. They don't. They don't want dick. They don't like dick. They shouldn't have to have dick. But these trans, you know, women are insisting that they should, you know, because, hey, it's a lady dick. No, it doesn't work that way. You know, a lesbian doesn't want that. A lesbian wants to be with a woman with a vagina. And now you can't even say words like vagina. You can't even call a woman a woman, you know, on social media. You have to say a menstruator. You know, there are all these different, and that, that's where J.K. Rowling got into the whole controversy because somebody uh, uh, labeled women as menstruators. And she's like, oh, well, there used to be a, a word that we called people that menstruate. It was wombat, wobo, oh, yeah, woman. And it started this whole controversy. And now all, you know, the, the, the trans activists are mad at her about it. You know, again, giving her death threats and everything. And it's just, it's bullshit. You know? So hold on. The first thing. The reason why this all jumped off was because she called, she refused to call somebody a menstruator. She called them a woman, and that's what jumped it all off. Yes. She didn't even say fuck trans people or anything like that. No. She just called a woman no. a woman. Man, I yes, can't get on board with that. I, I, I can't get on board with that. I thought, I thought she was out here talking some pretty shitty no. shit. No, no. All she did was say, hey, what you are labeling as a menstruator or a uterus haver, you know, or a person without a prostate, it, that already has a name, and that name is woman, and you're not going to erase womanhood. And I agree with her 100%. You know, women deserve better than that. But, Sean, where I'm going to disagree is in this case, and I know you brought, I know you brought this up here for a reason, so I'm going to ask you point blank. Are you saying that Valentina should not be featured in the Sports Illustrated uh, by bringing no. up this? Are you saying that Valentina should no. be? No. Okay. No, not at all. I don't, I don't have a problem with the trans woman being on the cover. My problem mm-hmm. is, is that they're calling her an actual woman, and that's not true. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Always, always put the trans in front of it, you know? I mean, do you want to go to a bar and see, like, you know, some hot chick there and, and go up and, and have to be like, hey, you know, just, are you trans? And they're like, no, I'm a real woman. But then they flop out their dick when you get naked. You're going to be upset, right? Right, I mean, right. I can, I can okay, understand that. Okay, so that, that's all I'm saying. You know, a lot of sexual assaults that happen to trans people is because they're afraid to say anything to somebody. That type of situation happens, and the dude freaks out, you know? Uh, because they feel like they've been lied to, they're they're not gay, you know. They're, I mean, they're going after heterosexual men too, you know, because uh, you know trans women are real women, and you should like their lady dick. Well, you know, I don't like dick. I'm sorry, you know. It's just it's not my personal preference. I never have. Um, if if I you know if I ever see one besides my own, I'm just like okay, ew. That's just not me. You know? Right. It's just not my thing. It's uh, you know it. And, and I've been a supporter of gay and lesbian rights for, you know, most of my life. I served in the military right. with so many gays and lesbians during the Don't Ask, Don't Tell. And right. you know what? Putting? Here's the funny thing. Gay people didn't get kicked out because nobody gave a shit. The people that got kicked out were assholes that would do something stupid, and then they'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy's gay. Kick him out. And he, and he probably wasn't, you know? 
it was just an excuse to get rid of assholes, basically. Tolly, uh, where do you land on this? Uh, I know we talked a little bit before. I'm going to grab a beer. Right so, we talked I definitely will call, like, I don't have a problem calling um, trans women women. Um, you know, I don't disagree that as as a woman, I feel like I deserve certain exclusive spaces, um, for myself to feel safe, especially as a sexual assault survivor. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily think of uh, of trans, my like fellow trans people, as potential predators. I literally just think of anyone as a potential predator. So <laughs> that's really kind of fucked up to say out loud. But you know what I mean. So. I don't have a problem calling my trans women, women, trans men, men. Um, I do think that you should communicate openly. When we're talking about sex and relationships and all of that, I do think that there should be some transparency and openness in your communication. Every person deserves to know what they're doing because not everyone is is bisexual, is pan, is any of that. Some people are completely, completely, you know, cis-gendered, like heterosexual. Um, And just like I think there's room to respect other pansexual people. I consider myself pansexual. I am attracted to men and women, and I would, I have been, and will always be also attracted to trans men and trans women as well. And I see those trans men and trans women as trans women are women and trans men are men. You see what I'm saying? Right. But I consider myself pansexual um, because I, I really don't care. I don't understand. I don't claim to understand everything about this conversation of gender I'm still learning right. um, I haven't found anything I don't like so <laughs> <laughs> well and I mean Sean brought something up interesting that I think kind of hits the underlying problem he mentioned you know if I were in a bar and I walked up to a female and she didn't disclose yo I got a penis I'd be a little bit upset unfortunately though there's a big difference between people being upset and um, Fortunately, people taking it too far, and then there's been people, individuals known to assault a trans person because they did not discover that. I think that that is what has made these trans people fearful for disclosing that they are trans to uh, to right. the person that they are speaking with, and that is a problem. We should be more accepting of that is a you walk to somebody and they're like, yo, I got a dick. Oh, cool. Thank you. And absolutely, what, what, what? trans people deserve and need safe spaces because they are targeted. Yes. They are targeted yeah, they do, for violence. They do, they, they do deserve safe spaces, absolutely. And, you know, our society should change our rules about how we mm-hmm. treat people, especially how men treat people. Men treat exactly. women Exactly. We like should protect shit. them. Yes. But the problem is male we violence. We should protect them. You know, I agree. But, but Toxic when, masculinity, when, I think, is the heart yes. of the issue. <laughs> yes. When, when, but I women do think that are, you have to be transparent when it comes to, you know, uh, having an open, uh, like a, a romantic or sexual conversation with a fellow fellow human. <laughs> yeah, but we, but, but we also have to look back and remember Matthew Shepard. You know, this happened, what, uh, 30 years ago, Matthew Shepard. 
mm-hmm. openly gay. And, and he was pretty much crucified on a fence back in the 90s. And, you know, it, 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 that helped change a lot of things about how people perceive gay people. And then you had Pedro in the real world, mm-hmm. the first openly gay man with HIV that was, on, mm-hmm. that was on a reality show. And he died. And that changed a lot of people's views about AIDS and gay people. And it still took 20 years for gay people to receive the right to get married, you know, which is bullshit. You know, marriage should be open for anybody. Agreed. You want to have you want to have two or three wives. You want to have two or three husbands. Do it as long as you're consenting adults. Now, the pedophiles, on the other hand, you know, there's a whole new movement now going around where they're trying oh, to push no. that. Oh, oh, hell right, no. right, really. The thing is, Those Facebook ads, yeah. pedophilia is a yeah. sexual or a natural. Like Hell yep. no. Yep. Pedophilia yes. is not no. a natural sexual orientation. There are ads. Have right. you not seen it? It's a little girl holding hands with like this old man, and then in big oh. letters yep. um, across the bottom it says, "Pedophilia is a natural." Or biological sexual orientation, or some bullshit like right. that. It is ridiculous. Right. I am yeah, not I for mob justice, but those motherfuckers <laughs> need to be drunk in the street and have the nope. shit kicked out of them. Hey, hold, hold on. Nobody needs to be drug out in the street and have the, sh- the shit kicked out of them, okay? Um, but they do need mental health, okay? Now, when I, when I say people can marry as many women as they want or men as they want or whatever they want to do, consenting adults. Children, children cannot make decisions for themselves. That's why we have laws to protect them. And pedophilia, that's a predatory, you know, habit, you know, uh, amplified by the Catholic Church, obviously. <laughs> um, but, yes, we definitely, we definitely have to put a stop to that. I mean, NAMBLA, I don't know if you guys know about this organization. It's been around for 20, 30 years, maybe even more. The National Man-Boy Love Association, they have been working to legalize pedophilia for men and children – for like 30, 40 years. I first heard about it on like the Rush Limbaugh show 30, you know, 20 something years That's ago. That's disgusting. And yes. How yeah, is it, it's an actual thing. for petitioning this? Because they're Why just talking the about it. Why is not going in and rallying all these motherfuckers up? Well, I'm sure that they are. You know, I mean, somebody, if some grown man comes out on a talk show and it's just like, hey, I think we should change the law so men can have sex with kids. They're probably going to go look at his computer. You know, uh, they'll get a warrant or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know if that justifies enough reason to do that. But um, there are people out there that want this to happen, you know, and they're actually adding a letter to the LGBT, you know, alphabet. Oh, my God. Yeah. Serious? Yeah. Yeah, they want to add a P to it for pedophilia. Yeah. Um, I I can't even process this this right now. As a member of the LGBTQ plus community, no. See, and, you know, here's a problem, but here's a real problem, though. America has already embraced pedophilia for the, since the founding of this country. Men have been marrying child brides in this country, okay, since the colonization for 400-plus for years, all right? So pedophilia is all around us. The Mormon church is chock full of it. The Catholic church is chock full of it. A lot of Protestants, you know, uh, they marry Our little girls. Our government chock full of it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right up to the top. Hello, Tito and Chief. 
We're looking at you, buddy. Um, fucking that, he was that, accused of raping a child. You know that's how know. Did he, how how did the orange fucking Oompa Loompa become the president <laughs> when he's been accused of raping a child? I mean, just guys with Epstein. How do you deny that? Oh, he stopped being friends. Right? I saw some conservatives say that he stopped being friends with Epstein because he discovered who Epstein was. Bitch, they fought over the same beachfront property, and that's why right. they stopped being friends. And right. Trump had already kid. traveled on Epstein's private jet several times to Lolita Island by then. Yep. Like, he had already been to that island several times. Hell no. My favorite thing is... <laughs> The fucking the fucking conservatives who will come back with oh but the Clintons are too motherfucker. Oh yeah, prosecute them too. Prosecute them you all, know, bitch. Anybody that got on that plane and went to that island needs to do some time. Anybody, I, agree. I don't care who they are, because you don't go uh, on that I, island and not know about it. In my opinion, right? Like, there's no way. And Netflix just had another documentary all about Epstein. And what actually went on? Mm-hmm. And uh, they tortured. Rich. Yep, they tortured and raped little girls. Okay, little girls. Little little girls. Okay, these weren't consenting adults. These were Disgusting. poor children. Poor children that they took advantage of, paid them money, you know, to abuse them and have sex with them and use them like. Just cannon fodder. It was just terrible what they I did. I read after Anonymous leaked uh, the Trump court cases. I think it was last week, wasn't it? It was pretty recent. But after Anonymous leaked those court cases, I went and I was reading them. And I had to stop. Um, I think it was just like the, the first one or the second one I was reading. Um, because it was a young girl. I think she was 13. And uh, yep. Epstein had gone first. And... Uh, Trump was upset that that Epstein finished in her right. vagina first, so yep. he turned her over and raped her anally. <clears throat> yep. So that way he with could his, um, get a fresh hole. With his hey, tiny orange uh, penis. Support. That's what. This is not my goddamn party. I'm just saying. Sorry. I just this got is the off. president. This is the president of the United States. That could possibly be November. Yeah, he will if the Democrats don't do the right thing. If they if they, they don't come up, see here's the thing: female Here, running mate. They need a strong female running mate, and they need to get away from identity politics. They need to talk about the economy. They need to talk about ending the war. They need to talk about ending the war on drugs. They need to talk about building the infrastructure. Universal health care. Agreed. Um, free co- free college, you know, at state colleges like they used to be. Everything that westernized civilization has, we need. You know, uh, look at Israel. There's no reason we, we shouldn't have it. No, we I built agree. Germany and Japan's health care system, and they have two of the best health care systems in the world. But that's not good enough for us because there's no money in it, you know. It's all about money here. The capitalist society here in this country is destroying lives. I mean, every all any one of the three of us are one medical bill away from bankruptcy. Any one of us. And that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. 
Unless you're a millionaire in this country, you are you are what I mean, COVID-19, for example, if you go and stay in the hospital for 30 days with COVID-19 and you're hooked up to a respirator and all of that, some of the medical bills have run up into the millions. Now, luckily, how is we're at supposed VA to pay for that. Yeah, yeah luckily yeah. we're at the VA. We have socialist health care, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> you were the one who yeah, pointed that out. Too, but... you lucky dog. <laughs> Go go uh, go play military for a little bit. You'll get some benefits. <laughs> oh no, thank you. But, I would uh, not survive. I told my parents. <laughs> but back but, to the the pedophilia ring. How about this Wayfair yeah. debacle with the cabinets? Those industrial cabinets. <laughs> Yo, this this, this is so fucking ridiculous. Yo, they got caught red-handed. You know, if you took the SKU number. And put it in the FBI database. You got you would pull up the missing kid that the cabinet was named after on the website. They were caught red fucking handed. How long have they been and, doing this? Um, it's a third party shipping site, so honestly, they could have been doing okay. it for however long. So it's and it's funded by George specific. Soros. So I don't know if you guys are conspiracy theorists. Oh yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was funded by for George Soros. Yeah, Soros. He, he, George Soros. Is, yeah, George, George Soros is my employer, and he's making me very wealthy. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> George Soros is a government contractor. I you don't know who George office. Soros is? The name is familiar, but honestly, I don't. I know he's he's. Uh, I How thought can he was you a call yourself? Act- no, no, no. How can you call yourself a Republican and not hate George Soros? That's what I thought. Hold on. He's the most hated man from from the GOP. The GOP detests and hate this man because he actually funds Democratic uh, uh, candidates all over the country. I was about to say, I knew I, I follow knew all the these conspiracy theories. I, I do not subscribe. I do not subscribe to them. I want to make that clear. But I do love to right. follow them and read the fucked up shit people come up with because, honestly, right. what what amuses me is how in this whole conspiracy theory, Trump and his alliances are the saviors, never mind their connection with Epstein and their own history right. of pedophilia. Right, right. <laughs> no, no, what am I – one of my favorite uh, – one of my favorite evangelists that's on uh, Twitter and uh, – Facebook is the pastor Greg Locke. Okay, today he came out talking about, oh yeah, Pizzagate has been confirmed because of this new conspiracy theory, and you're gonna get your you're gonna get your chip, your mark of the beast pretty soon, and blah, and I'm just like, man, these people are just fucking insane. Seriously, you know, I think it's really sad. Here's my theory: we already live in a time that is movie worthy. We live in a time that is the plot of a really good movie already. In fact, there are movies that play out like 2020 that exist already. But yet, the truth is so hard to swallow. People have to make up these ridiculous conspiracy theories because it's more palatable than accepting that, yes, America is systemically racist. Yes, the president you voted for is, in fact, a pedophiliac and sexual assaulter, uh, rapist, fucking 
asshole motherfucker, <laughs> complete failure. <laughs> it is so hard to swallow all these pills that we make up these crazy conspiracy theories as if the times we're in aren't already movie worthy. The movies have just already been made. No, it's it's insane. I mean, you know, oh, yeah, by the way, if any, it, you know, if that guy in Cummins can actually go to the payphone real quick and call us, uh, the number is three four seven nine eight nine one one seven one. We're really looking forward to hearing from There's you. We'd like to comments? know how the food was today. Oh no, 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 no. Cummins. Uh, we joke that we have a guy oh. listening in Cummins prison. And he's yeah, our I always joke about our yeah our our one listener. I always you know I always make a joke about you know he's in Cummins uh, you know correctional institute and That's and funny. he loves our show and he's our number one fan and if he ever gets out he's gonna choke me to death. <laughs> Oh, and Sean also has an assigned uh, CIA agent. Is it CIA or FBI, Sean? No, 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 NSA, and we all have. Oh, sorry, but mine, my, yeah, mine, mine is just like he's 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 probably at the hospital right now having cardiac arrest with half the shit I've said throughout the day. You know, <laughs> oh, he said it again. Come on, stop it. <laughs> Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. But yeah, I mean it's it's insane the shit that's going on, but while y'all are taking some drink breaks here, we'll go ahead and take our commercial break here at the top of the hour. We'll be right back with more American Idiots right after this. Every Monday night, join the bad guy, Brad Hicks, the money man, Michael Carnahan, and of course, the pretty boy, Sean Castleberry, as they bring you your humorous look at all current events going on in the world. It's the American Idiot Show, live on Talk Radio 49. Every other Thursday night, right here on Talk Radio 49, join your hosts, Michael Carnahan and Cornbread, as they bring you the best wrap-up show in indie professional wrestling. It's the ASWF Aftermath Show, only on Talk Radio 49 and ASWF Wrestling's Facebook Live. Tuesday night, join Michael Carnahan and Lisa O'Brien for the Clear and Convincing Podcast, live on Talk Radio 49. A look at the most important cases in the country's history, not from the court of public opinion, but from the eyes of the court, every Tuesday night, live right here on Talk Radio 49.
Michael Carnahan here, letting you know that it has never been easier to keep up with your favorite Talk Radio 49 podcast. If you like the American Idiot Show, go on over to Facebook, like the American Idiots podcast on Facebook, where we actually now offer a video streaming service with our podcast. So you can see us live as we record the show. Also, you can go to YouTube, search out American Idiots Podcast on YouTube, and you can subscribe to the page, and the video podcast will be uploaded there weekly. Also, Clear and Convincing on Tuesday nights, you can go ahead and like the Clear and Convincing Podcast over on YouTube. Subscribe, and the episodes are updated there weekly as well. And for our new show fans, hashtag Heels for Life. Once again, that's Hashtag H-E-E-L-S, number four, L-Y-F-E Wrestling Podcast. Shows will be uploaded there weekly as well on YouTube. And if you are a fan of everything we offer here at Talk Radio 49 and you have an iPhone, go on over, search out Talk Radio 490, and you can subscribe to all of our content there on iTunes Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast fixed. It's once again never been any easier to be a fan of Talk Radio 49 and keep up with all of your favorite shows. From the Talk Radio 49 studios in Little Rock, Arkansas, it's Bad Brad Hicks, Money Mike Carnahan, and of course, the pretty boy, Sean Castleberry. It's your weekly look at humorous top headlines and current events. It's the American Idiot Show. content here. Yeah, double nickel, Sean. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about uh, what was supposed to occur today, and that being the first uh, federally carried out death penalty execution in 17 years. Uh, I can't believe that happened in Arkansas. I know, right? I know. So, my thing, though, I I never got a straight answer. I never got a straight answer from reading it. Was the death penalty supposed to be carried out in Arkansas, or was he located somewhere else, Sean? That's my dad. Oh, I don't I, – I honestly – hi, Dad. Um, I honestly don't know um, where he, where he's at or where it was actually going to take place. Um, I, don't, I don't watch a lot of local news, and uh, the only time I get on local news on Facebook is when I'm trolling assholes. So um, – yeah, that's a lot of fun, by the way. You should always do that. I encourage all of you to troll assholes on your news feeds every day. It, it's a blast. Um, but, no, I really don't know where he's held at. Um, I mean, if he's federal, so maybe in a federal prison somewhere? Maybe. That's what I was thinking, I'm I pretty sure he's in a federal prison somewhere. I know his uh, – And there's, there's a lot of those. It apparently occurred right here in Arkansas. I'm, I'm thinking uh, if I read it correctly, it has to do with hate crimes, correct? Like he was no, a no. Uh, neo-Nazi, correct? Well, I don't, I don't know that he was a neo-Nazi. I know that he killed a whole family, a man, a woman, and their child. Uh, and the man owned mm-hmm. a gun shop. Uh, I don't know if they were people of color or not, 
but uh, they just said that he had killed a whole family. And, uh, and now again, I'm I'm adamantly, I'm adamantly against the death penalty. I don't think we should have it. But you know, the fact that he got stayed, you know, from his execution is not something that I'm celebrating for that reason. Um, but you know, I'm I'm hoping that they do take that away and take it off the table. We need to get rid of the death penalty in America. You know, too many innocent people have been put to death in this country. So now we get to have fun. Here um, comes Republican Michael. Here comes Republican Michael. Okay, okay, number one, not only should the people in fucking Minnesota, the officers, they're the perfect example of what needs a death penalty. Uh-huh. But number two, I mean, this guy right here, basically this is his second stay. And this one they're – Challenging the lethal injection protocol. The first day, yeah. they actually were stayed the execution for COVID. Now, question: If the motherfucker's dead, what the fuck does it matter if he? Number one, can he catch COVID if he's dead? And number two, what the fuck? Well, it, it, it wasn't for it, it wasn't just for his protection. It was for all the officers that had to deal with mm-hmm. him. You know, I mean, what if one of them gets COVID and fucking dies? You know, that would be tragic. You know, these correctional you know, officers, it's a job to them. You know, they're, they're just doing their job, and they don't deserve to die right. because somebody's sick. You know? Absolutely. I can agree with that. And especially with but, this but, running but, 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 but even the looters in that store that shot that guy to death, who happened to be a former cop, they don't deserve to die, okay? No one in this country deserves to be executed by the state. You can put murderers away for life, okay? If you end the drug wars and you release all the drug, you know, criminals, the people that have been, you know, uh, uh, persecuted for, for drug crimes, you let for all of them out. For nonviolent drug crimes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. For nonviolent drug crimes, then, you know, I mean, the whole the whole – the whole criminal justice system is corrupt anyway, so you know, and it's racist. Yeah, the Thirteenth right Amendment very racist allows room for slavery in the confines of a prison. Right. But my we, we have. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say of of you know all of the free world, we tell ourselves as the freest nation, but we have. The highest incarceration rate, and that's not. Aaron, I, I we, we had a comment. Yeah, yeah, Aaron. Oh, said so the families. The... I did forget. Yes, in okay. this case, the family did right. say that they yeah. did not want to subject him to the death penalty. So I did want to bring yeah. that on the screen quick. But uh, I mean, my thing is this though, and literally, I'm gonna ask you both. And what is the purported? What is the purported uh, reason for having a uh, a uh, criminal justice system? It's to it's to rehabilitate criminals, correct? Yeah. What do you do when you can't it rehabilitate somebody? What do you do when you can't rehabilitate somebody? So so here's the deal, America, and I, you know, be be prepared to be shocked, uh, Michael. America is not the greatest country on the face of the earth. Okay. Oh. Uh, our, 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 our criminal justice system is a key piece of evidence to support that. If you look at, you know, the Nordic countries that are out there, 
Norway, Sweden, Switzerland. Norway, Sweden, they, they, they're amazing. Yeah, they, they have Sorry. a much better criminal justice system. They don't put people to death. Uh, uh, the recidivity rate for, for criminals is damn near zero, okay, because they actually rehabilitate people. They separate them from society. Their prisons are open barracks. They have a key to their own room. They get to come and go as they please on these islands, right? They have to cook for themselves. They have to do their own maintenance. They have to take care of this island. They garden. They, they grow their own food. They learn how to be decent human beings, okay, because it's not all about punishment. How to be members of their community. That is the key. Yes. Rehabilitating yes. them so that when they leave, they know how to be members of their community, how to value their community. Yes. So that they don't want to destroy their communities when they come back out. We don't do that in the American justice system. No. We try to keep people as long as possible, try to get as much money right. for their release as we can. We don't rehabilitate criminals. We don't do anything for criminals once they come out. You see a lot of stories about um, criminals that do get out in the U.S. after so many years, like 30 years or so, and they go they lose it. They lose their mental state. Any any kind of work they did do on their mental development um, in prison, they lose it because they were never really rehabilitated on how to integrate back into society. And we look at criminal records so differently than like those Nordic countries you brought up, Sean. We don't give room for criminals to be re- rehabilitated and try again in society. And it's really a damn shame because we look at felonies, and that is some nonviolent drug crime. What's the worst right. they're going to do at that point if they've actually, if the system did its job and rehabilitated them? Why, why is that an issue? It, well, you know, the, the, the biggest issue uh, here in America is because we, we criminalize everything that black people do. We get them trapped into the system. We take away their right to vote. We take away their right to work, to support their families. And we hold them, you know, till the till, till they die, and and it's sad, you know, because in, in Nordic countries the population are are pretty much the same, so they all get along and they all care for each other and they all want to help each other. Over here, we have large populations of minorities that large populations of the white majority can't stand, and they wish that they weren't here. And you know, it's just a sad truth about America. You know, uh, the fact that proves that. You have an open white supremacist in the fucking White House who hates minorities and women, and he has has a base that supports him. It's fucking sick, honestly. It really is. Is Michael beating his dog? (laughs) Oh, oh, I saw your belly. Gross, dude. You need to shave that thing. You need to shave that thing. We really do have just a racist societal approach in America. My mom is looked at as an immigrant. She's from American Samoa. It's a territory group in Hawaii. Um, she's a bet, and she has been told to go back where she came from numerous times. I have heard it and said one, one or a few, like five people straight. Um, but it's really hard for me because both my parents are veterans, and my dad walks through life, and, you know, he gets more respect just right off the bat, and I've always seen it, whereas my mom – she she has to earn it despite already having fought for this country, already having done something most Americans haven't. Um, right. I think it's a damn shame. <laughs> and then when, no, when you know. a white lady, it's always old white ladies too. Like it's very seldom been old white men to be honest with my mother. 
But these old white ladies will be get so mad when my mom doesn't do whatever they want. And then all of a sudden, and it turns into a, you should just go back where you came from. And I'm like, excuse me, you're talking to a vet like that. Do you not support our military? Right. right. Yeah, oh, of course I do. Oh, yeah, they get very apologetic and backpedal after that. Not all your soldiers are white, America. Right. You know, that's the thing that, that most people don't know. Uh, I served with black people. I served with Asians. I served with Puerto Ricans. I served with a guy from Ireland. I don't even know how he got in the fucking army, but he was from fucking <laughs> Ireland. And he was hilarious. I that's love that mom. little dude. But, oh, hi, Mom. Hi. Um, I, sorry I cussed. Um, but, uh, <laughs> they do too, they're mo- military. We're all good. <laughs> right. Right. No, but I, but I, I served with, uh, with Muslims. I served with Hindus, you know, a lot of atheists at the time I was a Protestant. Um, I'm not anymore. I'm atheist. Um, but you know, I served with a whole slew, a whole diversity of people and a lot of weirdos too. Uh, there were white supremacists that I served with. That shocked the fuck out of me when I found out. Oh, that's disgusting. It'll shock these these Trump supporters, because I refuse to call them Republicans. It'll shock them just how much inclusivity there is in the military. Literally, in the Air Force at least, we had a whole briefing, and they told us, hey, if you have any sort of racist, homophobic, anything like that views, uh, it's time for you to go ahead and get the fuck out. Like, literally. They put it to us that way, point blank, period. Um, I, I, w- I wish at basic they would just be like, okay, all the white people over here. And they pull them all to the side and be like, look, look, it's black people. You're going to work with them. You got a problem with that? Get the fuck out. You're right, though. You're right, though. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, though, their point is very valid. You have to trust this person, and this person has to trust you with their fucking life. There's no room for let's fucking let's fucking care about this person's skin color. Yeah. Oh, no look, I don't have I tolerance for for this excuse of um, this is the era I grew up in, and this is how I was raised. No, you can learn because my grandfather was a Marine from Missouri in the in the in the uh, 50s, and he served during the Cuban Missile Crisis. And his comrade that he trusted the most with his life was a black man. When he came back and traveled through Vegas um, doing music, his best friend, again, was another black man. And my my dad's family, we have a lot of staunch Republicans and staunch racists, I will be honest. But we all do. There's also this, yeah. <laughs> but there's also this great breadth of um, people that did, like, learn tolerance a lot earlier on. And continue to teach it in our family. And so I just don't have the tolerance for someone that says, oh, you can unlearn anything. Yeah. So also, no, no, it, 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 just because me and Sean had a conversation on this over the weekend. Mike, so Michael's going to say he has a black friend. <laughs> so mind you, I still identify as a Republican, and I'll tell you why. So myself and Sean, myself and Sean, hey, fuck you, Sean. Myself and Sean actually talked about this over the weekend. Right now I'm listening to a book, uh, Decision Points by George W. Bush. And I'm listening to this book, and number one, it's giving me a whole different uh, perspective on his administration. 
But number two, it's explaining a lot of his thoughts and his policies. And I'm like, you know what, that motherfucker, he may have been a little simple, but I agree with what some of the stuff he thought. You know, kind of like stem cell research. He explained, he was like, a lot of people thought that I said fuck stem cell research. I didn't, uh, I didn't completely ban stem cell research. I said that if there is a chance that the stem cell could become a fully functioning human, then no. But at the same time, he also formed a different exploratory function funded by the U.S. government to possibly take stem cells from, like, umbilical cords and stuff like that. And that's just a situation where I think, unfortunately, a lot of America is to the point where they don't listen to the whole story. So, or they okay, don't get so, the whole So in this case, who, how many people reported that Bush did this extra stuff to allow further research for stem cells? No, all you got was mm. he's banning stem cell research. But, but what he did held back stem cell research for, for, for like 40 years, okay? He, he did damaged it, originally? Yes, yes, yes. He damaged stem cell research, and it's because he placated to the pro-life movement, Okay. Because these people are like, oh, well, that's possible life. You know, it's probable life. No, it's an aborted fetus. It's aborted. It's not going to live, okay? It's, it's not probable anymore, and so it should be used for medical research. Why discard it? Why dispose of it? It should be used to help mankind. I mean, it's just stupid to take a resource and not use it. In the example he used, it was in these fertility clinics where they were doing in vitro fertilization. And apparently they always make too many of the uh, of the baby goo, I guess is what em- I can call embryos. it. Embryos. Embryos. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I was yeah. drawing a blank. They make too many of the embryos, and they don't use them all. Yeah. And what the yeah. stem cell people wanted to do was go in and get access to those extra stem cells. So on the surface, yeah. okay, that makes sense. But there is an organization that, yes, is funded by a Christian organization. It is a Christian organization. But hold right. on. They take those embryos, and they adopt them out to mothers who want to adopt children. Right. And they then – I That's promise you that never happened. That never happened, though, okay? That never happened because they never passed any laws to make that happen. It was an excuse used to try to save babies, and it was bullshit. It's, it's just fucking right-wing religious bullshit, and he bought into it. And, you know, I don't hate the guy for buying into it, but he did. He got duped, okay? Uh, again, you're taking a resource that could help Christopher Reeve fucking walk again, right? And we just said, hey, you know what, Chris? Fuck you. We don't care. We just want the fucking babies to live. And he died. He fucking died because of, you know, he he wasn't able to have any kind of stem cell research to help him regain the ability to walk again. And that might have happened. That might have been a possibility in his lifetime. But no, we held it back, and it's it's just bullshit. You're using like the key the word, Sean. Right. You're using the word might, though, and that's another thing that he said that the uh, pro stem cell research crowd was doing was they weren't using the word might; they were using a whole lot of this is what it can do, 
And he said that that was and dangerous maybe, because maybe, he didn't want them to overpromise and then obviously underdeliver. But we don't know what they could have done because he stopped it. They were they were on a progressive road to get people the ability that are paraplegic the ability to move their limbs again, okay? And that was halted, and we still haven't resolved that issue because we're placating to the religious right, and it's bullshit. So, so question, though, why can you not use the umbilical cords? Like, actually, I didn't know Dr. Ben Carson had any – thing to do with this decision, but he personally said he consulted with Dr. Carson, and Dr. Carson said that the umbilical cords were more viable than even these embryos. That, okay, Dr. Ben Carson is a, is a quack, and you know this, okay? That, that, guy, that guy, he shouldn't even have his fucking, I don't even think he has his license anymore. He's doctor name only now, but the guy's a fucking quack. He's a right-wing, you know, puppet. Um, if you talked about somebody that was actually a scientist that actually worked in this industry, well, then I'd be more willing to listen. But not not the guy in charge of the housing industry in America. Yeah, I don't understand. No. I didn't understand Come on. that either. I didn't understand yeah. that at all. But we kind of got off on a tangent. I didn't mean to go there. Yeah. But I just wanted it's to okay. let you know, Holly, I'll, I'm sending the book to Sean once I get done. I'll send it a copy if I can to you as well. It's just a very interesting insight into George's um, – him going over his thought processes whenever he was making these decisions. Like I would have never thought that George did consult with the scientists. That, uh, like he said, basically, in this case, he brought in the Christian right, and he brought in the individuals from the scientists, and then he made Ooh, his... I'm yawning, I'm old. <laughs> but, uh, it's decision-making after that. But, guys, uh, we got a little bit more time left. We got about 35 more minutes here. We'll go ahead and hit this one. The Washington Redskins today decided that they're going to retire... Their uh, team name, the Redskins, they will no longer be na- known as the Washington Redskins. Uh, this seems like a little bit of the whole uh, bait and switch situation again. Like, I realize that people are pissed off about the situation, and it's been talked about for a while, but is this really going to affect the problem that's going on in this country? Does, is, is, is well, hold, on, gonna... hold on, hold Re- on. Real quick, Tally, are you a football fan? Yeah. I'm I'm Samoan. <laughs> really? What, what, what's, what's your favorite team? I'm a Steelers fan. Uh, oh, oh my Woo! God! No. I didn't no. Are you a Steelers that, fan? Are you a Steelers yeah, fan, Mike? Fuck yeah! Oh, Yeah, yeah. You're making uh, me question no, myself, I... Money Mike. Ha 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 ha! No, I, I I'm a LA uh, Rams fan. So uh, keep it California. My yeah. uncle as well. Um, my my dad's good. a well, I guess now Las Vegas Raiders fan, which he oh, likes because okay, he grew okay. up in Vegas. So okay, but but you know about <laughs> football, so this is pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm glad the Redskins are changing their name. Uh, they've been bringing this up Same. what every ten years or so, uh, because Redskins is a you know defamation. Derog- you know, it, 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 it's, a, it's a racial slur. Yeah, and and yeah, they shouldn't use that. Uh, pick a tribe to that tribe and say, hey, you know what? 
this this has been the Redskins for this song. What's a name that we can use? We want to ask your permission. See, that would be cool. That was going to be my point. It's like I was going to equivalent it to um, if you used Hawaii, like as a mascot, right? There would be a big difference between using the term Na'ali'i, which is, it means like a soldier. That's just, just like a soldier. Like just for example, um, versus using a derogatory term like like Redskins or I guess in Hawaiian's case um Howley. What would be something? Howley, yeah, Howley, but that that's what we refer to um outsider as white size. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you can uh, you can be any color and be a Howley. Yeah, that's true. Howley I mean just means I, I live there. <laughs> I lived there for three years, so I was called a Howley quite a bit, so yeah. Where? I forgot. I guess was it when it, you were in the military? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was stationed at Schofield Barracks. I spent most of my time in the okay. bars in uh, Honolulu and Waikiki, and the strip See, clubs. Yeah, I grew up in but, Oahu, uh, so I know where you were. Oh at. yeah, yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah. I love Oahu. I grew up Oahu's in Iam, so fun. right, right across the street nice. from uh, the Aloha Stadium. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. yeah, I went to a lot of the Rainbows oh. games there. Go, go yeah. Rainbows. Go Rainbows. Go. The Navajo Nation released a statement today, this morning at 10, 18 a.m. He, uh, the President, Jonathan Nez, says this change did not come about willingly by the team's owners, but by mounting pressure and advocacy of indigenous people such as Amanda Blackhorse and many other warriors who fought long and hard for this change. Um, well, yet again, I mean, I, believe I, realize, that. I, I, I realize that it's, something that has been fought for for quite some time, right? But is yeah. this, yet again, is this a situation that it moves the ball at all as far as race race relations in My this country? My argument is it needed to happen because Native Americans are constantly petitioning, rallying, and protesting yeah. against things that that are harmful to their way of life, their culture, their history, and yeah. we ignore them all the time. Like Mount Rushmore, they're constantly putting rallying around Mount Rushmore to restore yeah their native lands and their sacred lands, but we never talk about it. Um, they petitioned about the Redskins' name for, I think, well over a decade. Years. And they were oh, ignored. Yeah. Years. Two decades. Two decades? Yes. That's what I was thinking. 20 damn years. And then we start talking about the pipeline, and they're constantly being beat down any time right. that they try to petition and use their First Amendment rights. In this country, and this land was stolen from them. So if if it is yeah. a name that they have been petitioning for twenty years about, then give them that name because that is one step closer to Mount Rushmore. Right. So my question and, and, here is this: Go ahead, Sean. I apologize. I, w- I was just going to say every single inch of American land and the territories that America owns has been stolen from indigenous people. Every square inch. And, you know, we we should look to our neighbors in Canada where they have done more to protect and preserve native lands, native culture. Yes. They are doing so much more than what we do. We just shut on them time and again. I sang with a beautiful indigenous woman um, from Canada during the World Singing Championships last summer. Her name was Marilyn. Amazing. I'm friends with her on Facebook, and I follow her just just to get to know her tribal life. She speaks a lot of the language, and that's what I find amazing is that as an indigenous person to North America, 
she has that culture. She has her language. She has all these things in her community still. And while they're still disparaged and they did have a lot taken away from them, they have so much more than our Native Americans have. And also our Native Hawaiians. Native Hawaiians, when they were annexed, they lost a lot of their culture. What was yes. kept was because of anything written, but also because of uh, similar cultures like Samoan culture. For example, the Hawaiian tattoo art was completely gone until they started looking to Hawaiian kapa designs, which is the fine mat, and comparing it with Samoan markings and noticing that they were very similar. And so they could use the Samoan art to supplement the rebirth of the Hawaiian art. and. Right. I don't know. I just think it's really amazing that as an indigenous North American, she has, she has that, that culture and it's still so alive and thriving in Canada. It's so awesome too, question, you know, go ahead, Shum. No, I was I'll, just going to say when I spent, when I spent my time in Hawaii, you know, uh, the thing that made me very sad about Hawaii is that the Hawaiian language is dying. You know, a lot of people don't speak the native Hawaiian language, and they're trying to implement was, laws to, 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 mm-hmm. to, to make sure that natives learn this in school. And I, I support that 100%. But a friend of mine, uh, Dennis Brandy, and I, we were both stationed there. We had gone to a public uh, library, you know, there on the island. And it, 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 mm-hmm. it, it just it, it wasn't funded. It was really sad. It was run down to the ground, and it pissed me off because it's like we're one of the richest. But you'll see states that a lot in Hawaii. Hawaii. Mhm. Yeah, because the money. They are one of the, the richest industry. states. The money goes. Yeah, it's one of the richest states, and yet the people that live there, the natives that live there, they suffer the most. You know, they can't they don't own their live. land. They don't own right. their land. They don't have an opportunity to own their land. Right. Um, the way the and system has played out and held them back for the first 40 years of Hawaii being a state, right. they are still playing catch-up. They've only been a state right. for like 175 years, like 75 years. I thought it was almost 100 wow. years. I was going to say it's almost, but is it only 75? She's a young. I think it was only in the 50s that they ratified Yeah, it was in the, yeah, it was in the 50s, so it would be about 75 oh, years. Oh, they were occupied. Yes, they were occupied in the right. 1800s, but they weren't in it right. yet. You're correct. Yeah. So, but, uh, guys, my question you, is this. Do you stop at the Redskins nickname? Because, obviously, the, the Redskins no. is the only racist nickname. No. So, mm-hmm. we have the Cleveland The Indians, Indians in baseball? Yes. Get the Braves have come because out and Here's said my thing. When you call Native Americans Indians, you are erasing the fact that they are indigenous people to America. Calling them Indians not is not only derogatory, but, it, and, but it's also incorrect. Call a Native American an Indian, you you take away their identity. They're already Indians, and they are from India, and Native Americans are Native Americans, and having a team called the Indians with the image of a red Native American, and that's another thing. The logo itself is a red character with a little feather in the back. That is all an issue. That that There's so much wrong I with agree. that. The image is racist. But the name itself is erasure of the Native American history that they are still fighting for us to properly teach in schools because we just refuse to. So, like, I would just say right now, mm-hmm. no, I was just going to say right now that, you know, uh, white America is lucky I'm not the president because I would give a third, and I mean this, one third of this nation back to the indigenous people to do what they want with 
it would be their own nation, and they get to pick where they want it. I, I, I wouldn't give anybody in this country a choice. I'd be like, look, let's bring all, all the indigenous people together, okay? Let's form a, a, a super you know, government with all your tribes. Pick it. Pick your border right here, wherever it is. I'm going to support that. I would do that, man. I would want them to get as much as they could, you know, a third of this country back, and then fight to get more afterwards. Well, and that's fair, too. Uh, Okay, the Cleveland Indians were named after a man from India. Uh, The Atlanta Braves have come out since this and have said that they're not going to – the uh, Atlanta Braves have come out and said that they're not going to change their name, but they're going to think about, you know, the chop, the ah-da-da-da-da, that thing. They're going to think about retiring that. One that I'm interested in, one that I'm interested in, though, is I believe they have permission from the local tribe, but the Florida State Seminoles, I'm wondering how that's going to play out for them. As far as I know, they have permission. If they have permission from a tribe, then that's that tribe's decision. The fact that most of these teams have picked mascots because they wanted to, I mean, that's wrong. The Cleveland Indians were not named after Indians. They were named from a man from India that played for the team. Oh, I didn't know that. But my that. my question is, how does that explain the image? Because the image is what I really the have the issue is with. Rough. Keep the name if you change yeah. the image. But if that's oh, the history okay. of the name, then that's a totally a different conversation. But that doesn't make the image non-problematic. I completely agree with that. And I don't know if we lost Sean on the uh, blog talk. There we go. There we go. He's back. Uh, sorry. He's back. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button. No, but isn't the guy uh, for the uh, Cleveland Indians, isn't his nickname Engine Joe? Yes. Isn't that their mascot? So, I mean, they named it after a guy from India. Okay, but then they were like, "Ah, well, it doesn't make sense to put a a guy from India, you know. uh, Then they'd be called the Hajis, right? Because that's racist. Let's do that. But this image, like, how is this image not? Chief Wahoo. That's Engine Joe. That's problematic. That's problematic. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So the Braves, uh, what about the Kansas City Chiefs? How do you feel about the Kansas City Chiefs? I think the name should be changed. I think anything anything that's derogatory towards natives in this country should be changed. You know, uh, let's load up an F-16. And it's at their request. Yeah, let's load up an F-16 with some missiles and blow the fuck out of Mount Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. We stole that land. We broke a treaty to fucking put those images up there, and it's fucking wrong. So what should they do? They they should call. They should they should actually. Project was funded by the KKK. Is there any truth to that, Sean? I don't know, but I know that I know that they actually broke a treaty to fucking do it to placate to Mm -hmm. one man, which is bullshit. And they need to go in there. I don't know. Take some fucking lasers and just shave the faces off. You know, try to make it back to as originally as they could, because that was a sacred mountain to the native people. And some white mm-hmm. dude came along and was like, hey, you know what? Eh, fuck that. They're savages. They won't care. I'll agree. I'll agree with that. I mean, we can always do our Mount Rushmore anyway. You know, like- I always no, no, hate but, this narrative that indigenous yeah. people are savages because 
one of the reasons Hawaii was so easily taken over is that we were nonviolent, like our culture. Right. Yes, we went to right. war to unite the islands, but we weren't violent in our way of life or the way we we went about right. um, conducting business and such. We learned that from the white men that came to us. Mo- and most, yeah, sometimes we in- had cannibalism, but that was that was like. That wasn't the same as going into someone's home and usurping it. That was always uh, right. an issue between tribes, you know, that was being settled and, and ev- with the duel. Everybody should try cannibalism. Why not? <laughs> um, just so, try spam. I read a myth once I was made to mimic human flesh for still never cannibals. Had I don't know though. if that's true. I've still got to try uh, that. Delicate. Still my favorite. Hi. Hi. Hi, but, Dad. Hey, Dad, Hi. wave at the camera. Hi. <laughs> but uh, so you said, as far as the Seminoles go, because they have permission, you think they should get a pass on that, Florida State? If somebody gives, if somebody gives them permission, yes. Okay, that would be fine. I don't have an issue with that. Um, you know, we we obviously can't go to Sparta and ask the Spartans, "Hey, can we have permission to use your badass name?" Because there aren't any Spartans. Right. You you know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, you know, you want to have the Spartans? Okay, cool. That's a name that you can use. Free, um, free but, game. I mean, if you really want to change the name from the Washington Redskins uh, to something else and you're mad about it being the Redskins, well, let's just call it the White Trash. Well, another thing, another thing that I'll tell you uh, people forgot about after they actually physically changed their mascot to the um, – to the land sharks, the Ole Miss Rebels, the University of Mississippi, they're still the Rebels. Now, they've stopped playing uh, Dixie as their fight song, but, I mean, that right there is a little troublesome when you look at it uh, specifically. I mean, all these, race, all these racist tropes need to go away, okay? Get rid of all the Confederate flags. Get rid of all these fucking mascots. Um, if you want your Confederate statue, I've got the perfect place, okay, where you can put all of them in one spot, and everybody can go look at them that wants to. It's a little place called Gettysburg. Oh, you can just good point. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be a great Confederate museum location, like right? for all just those fill up Gettysburg right there where the South or got Richmond their ass kicked. Either one. Right. That's a good call, Sean. You know what's funny? I, mean, um, like, I don't think there game? should be any reminder to oppress people of their oppression when they go to the state grounds or go to a public function like event, like a sports game. I don't think there should be a reminder of the oppression that their people face. Right. I agree. <laughs> I agree to an extent. But I, 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 so I, I want to share something real quick. Go ahead. My, my, my favorite meme that I saw this week uh, had to deal with this subject. And, um, man, now you made me forget because you were talking. God damn it. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Forget it. I'll remember once you start talking. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So my thing is this, though. I agree with you to an extent, Holly. So I agree with Sean's plan wholeheartedly. Put them in a museum somewhere. They're fucking history. Fucking That's put them different. In a you can learn uh, oh. in a museum. You can tour. There's exactly. historians that yeah. write stuff to yep. teach you about it. But going to your state grounds to go to the courthouse That's for a, a court hearing, right. 
and right, seeing right. the Confederate flag or a Confederate soldier statue, that's just a reminder that the state does not support you. And right. We right. need to do away with those tropes. Well, I remembered what it is now. Gay marriage has been around longer than the Confederacy. <laughs> that is true. That is true. No, uh, I thought. And they won that, their uh, battle. They won their battle. Yes, yes they did. Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan lasted longer than the Confederacy and won seven championships. Where's our fucking monuments to Michael Jordan? Six championships. Six? I thought he won seven. Six. Ah. But, um... Damn it, Sean, now you made me forget what the fuck I was going to... Oh, yeah. J-Lo has been around longer than the Confederacy. I love a statue of J-Lo at the state grounds. Yeah, you know what? I want to see a statue of Cardi B. There we go. Yes, in New York. Where is she belong? But I agree with I agree with the museum idea. I don't agree with getting rid of everything just because uh, you know the Holocaust principle. If you if you just completely erase, I'm not saying get rid of it altogether. I'm saying remove it from public sight. Like it should be something that you go to learn about. You know, there's There's no historians at the state ground teaching you. Yeah, and then, I, you know, I, here's the difference you, between the Holocaust. Here's another difference between the Holocaust and the Confederacy and America just in general. You don't get married in Auschwitz, but you do. You can go and have a fancy-ass wedding at a plantation house that glorifies sure. the days right. of slavery sure. as if it was the golden yep. age of the South and there's never, ever going to be a time like it. We we could learn so much from these plantations. You could use these, keep these plantations to be toured the way we tour Auschwitz. But no, we have fucking overpriced weddings there, which clearly shows that we do not respect the plight of black people in this country. Very true. Very true. Very good point. And I mean, you look at it, but like I said, my whole thing. And actually, I've started something over the past week because I saw something. Um, I think it was CHV here, our local uh, CBS affiliate, reported that there is actually a nod to the Confederacy in the Arkansas state flag. So at this point, I'm all for redoing the image on the Arkansas state flag. Uh, there's no reason to have something like that in 2020 with a fucking nod to the Confederacy. That's absolutely pointless and ridiculous, and I would completely... I, I think at this point it's time for a redesign on that. Talk show, Binksy. <laughs> Happy puppy. Happy puppy. Oh, yeah. But, I, I mean, I think I think that's something that needs to be addressed, is for all these states that have, you know, images of the Confederacy, I think it's Mississippi or Georgia that literally has a confederacy a confederate flag integrated into their flag it, it's it's mm-hmm. time to go ahead and it's time to go ahead and retire those images and go ahead and put them well, where they belong and get rid of so, them. To, to all these to all these people that are like well it, it's about it's about heritage it's it, it's not hate you know I cry bullshit because the guy that created the confederate flag that is waved around mm-hmm. today, literally wrote a statement about it, and he said that it was 
a symbol of white superiority over the black man. Oh, heaven-ordained white supremacy. Yes. Not just white yes. superiority, but heaven-ordained. Yes, is, yes. Is and, what the and, and, and that's yeah. what... And that's and that's what this symbol is. And and if you love the South and you love the Confederacy, think about this too. The Confederacy were traitors to the United States. And as a veteran, I hate and I mean hate and despise the Confederacy. And that's Can't what's stand funny. It. That's what's funny to me. The people that are the loudest about support the troops, go America, America, fuck yeah, all that shit. Are the people that are like, fuck yeah, I want to wear my Confederate flag. Bitch, do you well, and one of my key issues with the Confederate flag is the iteration we know today isn't even the original flag. The flag right. went away after the Civil War. It was there was a rebirth of it with the movie Rebirth of a Nation in 1913, which right. glorified Klansmen as heroes to to white America. And villainized black people, like, with these horrible tropes. And, like, there's a scene in it where this black guy's, like, chasing the white woman trying to rape her. And she jumps right. off of a cliff, throws herself off of a cliff because it's preferable to oh. being touched by a black man. Yeah, just like that. Right. But right. this this was the first revival of that Confederate flag and what came was a different flag. And then another flag came during the Civil Rights Movement, that's the flag we know today. And it was revived literally literally as a symbol against the civil rights movement. It was as a mark against them and a reminder right. that, hey, we still believe in this, and if we had it our way, you would still be slaves. That was literally why that flag was revived. So when you say heritage, not hate, the heritage also includes being against hate. the civil rights movement. <laughs> right. Hate. The, then, the heritage then, is nothing but hate. And then you have these, these you know, and I, sorry, Michael, but you have a, a whole slew of Republicans there saying, well, the Democrats created the KKK, and the Democrats were for segregation. And platform, the Democrats platform were. Platform switch. Exactly. See, that's the thing. People forget or have never learned that Nixon had something called the Southern Strategy back in the, in the 70s, and the entire Republican Party and the Democrat Party did a paradigm switch. Both parties did a 180. And the liberals became Democrat, and the conservatives became Republican. And that's what most Nixon was denied. fucked up and racist, and people he just was. forget Nixon, about yeah. it. Yeah, Nixon yeah. was responsible that. for an entire FBI investigation, CIA project, where they trained white America to believe that black people were threats and uh, they were in danger if they saw them. This was a whole thing that was proven. Um, the files were found. I think it was in like 19... 19- 78, I want to say. Um, Here's a giant misconception, though, that I think both that everybody needs to sit here and realize, though. Republican, Democrat, it don't fucking matter. Both platforms are racist as fuck, and they don't give a fuck about oh, agreed. Agreed. I mean, right, right. Democrat, I think we I really Democrat need to separate from the bipartisan system Placating and placating things like Hillary Clinton, things like even Joe. I know it was said in jest, but Joe saying things like, well, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. You're not black. Joe, I can't believe you fucking said that. That shit was funny. I'm sorry. No, no. I mean, if you listen to that conversation with Charlemagne, that shit was funny. Okay? It, it was hilarious. And, and, of course, people were listening to that show, waiting for him to make a gaffe, and that's what they held on to. 
that right there. Well, but they didn't no, listen to the whole the thing. Candidate. Of course, of course, he they were listening, waiting for him to fuck up. That's their job. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, but I mean, but, that's like trying to demonize. But that's like trying to demonize David Chappelle for doing the white racist. You know what I'm saying? That shit was fucking as fuck. Exactly. That shit's fucking that funny. funny. And, <laughs> and what Joe Biden said was fucking funny. You know, you had to be listening to it in the moment. And, and Charlemagne the God, I mean, he was like, la- everybody was laughing in the studio. You know, you're you're kind of right about that. Like the Trump supporters always like to say, you're taking it out of context. And you're right. Wayne, you right? think the statement itself, and in this case it actually applies, I'm like with Trump. Um, if you take the statement itself, then yeah, it sounds so bad. But if you do put it in context, it really was not actually like that. <laughs> oh, God. Right. I just opened up the door okay. for the Trump supporters to flood us with. But Donald never got a chance to look at it in context. No, that motherfucker's just stupid. <laughs> right. Hey, uh, we got what? We got eight minutes left. Right. Fuck it. We go over. So, we we will. Um, but I wanted to go ahead and do a vote right now, uh, since you and I are the majority here. Uh, who wants Tally to join the show? Yeah. If Tally, uh, if Tally, can, if Tally <laughs> can be on here Monday night for to do this, yeah, I'm completely down. I, I absolutely Tally. Can you, can you do that? <laughs> yeah. If I ever can't, I will let you know ahead of time. Okay, cool. Because like it, it happens uh, every now and then that we can't do a show like last week. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, we, I'd definitely love to have you come back. But well, I do want to make this. a suggestion because right now, Michael, you're kind of outnumbered, and I think we should actually bring on another guest host that okay. is more conservative, right? And if we had this four-way split screen. With two, I guess you could say liberals, and two conservatives, I think that would make a very interesting show. Now, I tried to get a guy to come on that was extremely uh, conservative, and uh, yeah, he just kind of petered out. He didn't want to come on or whatever. He hasn't messaged me back. He he sounded really interested, but uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe we could find another woman, a a conservative woman, not Leslie Rutledge, please, Um, but (laughs) that would be – I think that would make an interesting dynamic to have four voices on here, you know, and she could be under you because I don't want her to be under me, right? Um, But, yeah, and I think that we could go back and forth and have some really cool banter. Well, Tolly, one thing I will tell you because I know we work at the same place. Be prepared because election night we're going to be going all night doing uh, coverage, so be prepared to take the next day off. Yeah, go ahead and put in late for that because we're all doing that, yeah. 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 As a matter of fact, we've we've kind of made a plan. It's kind of gone by the wayside, but we were talking about getting together, drinking a bunch of beer, and live streaming some coverage. So are we going to live stream from one location or that's, like that this? was the plan? How are we going to do what that? What we were wanting to do, yeah. That's what we were wanting yeah, to we, do. Was hey, November is going to be be colder. Um, I have a place we could go in Hot Springs. Um, that's enough time to get that taken care of the lake house. And we could definitely do a live stream from there. Um, the yeah. Okay. Get fucked bring up. Some, okay. Bring some guests. Yeah, there's. The I mean, I'd have to clear it, but I mean, how, we're like, how, wait, I, I don't see this being an issue. So. How how is the uh, Wi-Fi and all that, the reception and everything? Because I I've got some family oh, that really have good. lake houses out there. 
Okay, okay. Because some sometimes it doesn't work so well out there. Like like Catherine. Mm-hmm. Well, we're off Hamilton. Okay. Okay. There. Sweet. All right. Okay. So. So I'll I'll see about know. that so we can get that planned at, like well ahead of time. Sweet. Okay. Final well, topic we, here. Uh, uh, Go ahead. Well, our homework our homework for this week we definitely all need to try to find a conservative that wants to join the show, and I suggest checking out the news. They feeds. all hate me. Uh, they. That right. See, I, that's what I was going to say. They all hate me, too, because I'm like, hey, would you like to be on this podcast? And guess what they all say every single time? Nope. Go fuck yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But, guys, uh, Colt 45, I, I, I've been enjoying the spin on this. Trump actually wore a mask this weekend. Did y'all pick that up? Pick that, peep that out this weekend? Trump actually fucking wore I a did. mask? I did. Yeah, but it, it, I mean, it's meaningless. That was politicized months ago. And the fact that he did it just what yesterday, it, it's it, yeah, yeah, it's meaningless. It's bullshit. I mean, Ted Cruz yeah, was on a plane fuck today, fuck. not wearing a goddamn mask, and somebody took his picture. Oh my god, did you see that? Fucking American yeah. Airlines is having to investigate his ass because he was like, oh, his publicist said, oh, he only took it off to get a drink. But there's actually no. another photo that shows him like sitting right. in the lounge or something without a fucking mask on. God damn it, Cruz. Right. Damn it, cruise missile. Yeah. Uh, we have a suggestion here from Dina. She says, ask Alan Robinson, Robertson. He's a uh, Roberson. He's a uh, big one. I'm assuming a conservative. Or she asked if we want her to ask yeah. if he wants to. No. Yeah, if, if you wanted to ask the guy to uh, to try to you know come on and be a guest host, we have to try everybody out that comes on the show because, uh, you know, we've had some instances where people like got. Holly, that's fucking awesome. Right, right, and we've had some people that have guest hosted before that were kind of extreme, and uh, we couldn't do that. So, uh, you know, if they're conservative, if they love Trump, if they want to uh, come on and voice their opinion, I w- and this this is what I would prefer: a right wing religious zealot that loves Trump. You know, preferably I'd like a flat earther. I like to see somebody that's even further that, to the right than me. Right. I want someone more extreme than Michael, someone that believes in the flat earth theory, someone that's a creationist that thinks the world's 6,000 years old. Someone like that would be perfect for me because I, I, yeah, I would have so much fun with that. Right, absolutely. So, guys, uh, what we basically, I said all that to say this. We, uh, these numbers keep growing uh, as far as COVID goes. And, you know, part of me is, a part of me subscribes to that this was going to happen whether we uh, whether we uh, opened in six months or whether we opened when we did. The numbers were in a spike. But part of me is also yeah. like this fucking spike is going still going a couple months later. Something here. I mean, COVID COVID's not that going away. Did COVID, I mean, COVID's not, COVID's going, not away. going away. Yeah, we're and, until we get a vaccine. Never going to go away. But see, that's the thing; it's not ever going to go away. And until we get a vaccine, things aren't going to go back to normal. And you know, if you're an anti-vaxxer, please don't vaccinate. Okay, I'm please begging you. Just, just, yeah, just stand your ground. Don't vaccinate. You know, you're going to prove Darwinism right, and I'm going to love it. Okay, um, yeah, because I. I love anti-vaxxers. They're so much fun. Um, 
We're going to go ahead but, and end uh, the montage stream. Join us on YouTube or Facebook Live. Uh, I don't want to hear that woman anymore. Count me down. Okay. Okay, that's it.